Thanks for checking out the 21 Gun Podcast, the official podcast of the Irreverent Warriors. Tonight's guest is Gulf War veteran, U.S. Air Force veteran, Jerome Amos. Jerome is a competitive and masterful chef and owner of BFAMcooking.com, B-F-A-M cooking.com. For the full uncut episode, uh, head over to 21gun.net. You got to spell that out, 21gun.net, and just click the Facebook Live button and you'll see all our videos on there. Jerome was a fun guest and we had a good time and I think you'll enjoy the show. So without further ado, Jerome Amos. I think we should just go ahead and bring up the BAMF. The, yeah, this bad. He's going to call him the BAMF. Yeah. Three, two, I gotta, and here he is. What's happening, Jerome? Look it. Look hey, it. What's did going you, on, guys? How are you doing? Did you, see, did you see them pile on me? The two Marines were like, you're saying the wrong thing. Now, at least I have, now we have two Air Force in the room and one Marine, so we yeah, can pile back yeah. on them. Aiming higher, flying straight. What's going on? That's right. So how are things up? Are you guys still... I I grew up in the Northeast, right? I grew up there, but I have forgotten what life is like up there because I I really don't go that much anymore. Is it it still cold now? I believe it is, right? still kind of like that. A reasonable day. Uh, I'm standing up now. My back is killing me. That's right. Yeah. Today was a pretty good day. Reasonable. It's, It's early spring. So, you know. It's, yeah. it's uh, hit or miss. Like yesterday was an off day. The day before that was a beautiful day. You know, that's, that's how we roll up here in New York. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, we had a um, snowy, uh, what's this, what's the thing? This Easter. We had a snowy Easter. We actually had to go out and find Easter eggs in the snow. Uh, yeah. That's why I'm down here now. I'll be honest with you, brother. I do not enjoy that much winter in my life anymore so half my wife's family is down in north carolina so i i completely understand uh i even attempted to move there myself uh but you know how it is down there it's a, it's uh a, a brothers if you know if you got if you have a brother and you're in the same loop then you're there but uh otherwise you're struggling a little bit to, to make connections you are, you are, well, that's, that's the beauty of the irreverent warriors. If you join up with the irreverent warriors everywhere you go, you have friends, but, um, but no, that's true because I've been, I've been in North Carolina for almost 20 years, believe it or not. I, we had a, we went up to New York for a year and then came back because, because we came back because it snowed in May and we're like, Boop, we're out of here. We were in the Finger Lakes region, but, um, but yeah, I work for a, a small County and they know that I'm not from around here that whole joke you ain't from around here is yet yeah they nope. know and i i can tell that they get a little pissed at me sometimes because i don't i, I don't understand the dialect <laughs> so and i'm not a good old boy so yeah it's definitely different uh is it did you grow up in new york yeah i'm, I'm from uh bayshore new york to be exact uh it used to be um what is it the silent movie capital of the world or something like that really yeah. that was That's originally cool. what it is but it's the gateway to to um Fire Island and, and uh, fun in the sun for New Yorkers. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, let's go to, uh, let's just go into military. When did you decide to to join the military and, and did you have any influence that, that, you know, tell us the story. 
Uh, yeah, I'll give you the 15 cent on, on me getting in. So uh, I decided I was going to go in at a relatively young age, you know, um, basically right around ninth grade, went down to recruiter and told him, look, I'm, I'm thinking about doing this. So, and he was like, well, come on in. You know how they are. They slide, they slide the paper right on over to me, looking at me, thinking that I'm, I'm old enough to get in. I was not old enough to get in. But I said, this is uh, an idea of what I'm going to do. I'm going to go immediately afterwards. So, uh, uh Long story short, I signed up uh, about a year and a half before the graduation, left four days after uh, high school. Why, so, why Air Force? Um, well, I can give you lots of reasons, but one is uh, I like the food better there. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's Perfect one answer. No, no, you have, you, Air Force is really, to me, it's about, um, you, you, well, I hate to say this, but uh, Air Force is, is a technical branch along with the Navy. So those were my two options I was thinking. Sure and is, then, yeah. uh, the Navy, I would not do due to the fact that they had the butt ugliest uniform was still, was still wearing bell bottoms. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not me. So yeah, that was it. Air Force was it. Yeah, but Air Force, uh, when I hated wearing my blues because I looked like, actually, you might have been in, did, did they have the four pocket, uh, I don't know what you call that, four pocket with the belt across the middle, or did you have the leisure suit, the freaking, uh, uh, what's that, the polyester leisure suit that we used as a, as a dress uniform? Uh, I, we had the, the uh, blue uniform, I think, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember how many pockets it has, so you're, you're talking, you know, 30 years plus now for me, so. Holy shit, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah I'm, I was actually talking with a, a, a airman that used to work for me, and he was retiring <laughs> a wow. few years ago. And I'm yeah. like, holy, we are, it's been that long that I, that you're retiring. And I'm saying holy for two reasons. One, I was surprised he made it that far. And two, and two it was that long a time. You yeah. know, it was really, 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 really crazy because we used to call him, uh, I'll just say, spark chaser. <laughs> so. Nice. It was, it, I, I'll tell you what, the, the only saving grace was, uh, you know, we didn't wear the leisure suits too often. And then I got to wear a flight suit with a leather jacket and made me feel like hot shit. So I was like, all right, I'm cool now. <laughs> I might not have those Marine blue things. What do you guys call them? Blues? Dress blue. Dress, dress blues. Dress blues. Panty droppers. Don't you um, also have something that looks more like an army uniform without the choker? Yeah. You, you, mean, you mean the digital camis that we wear? No, no, no. Or are you like, talking about like the a, service uniform? Like a service yeah, yeah, yeah. like, You're like talking a, about like the green chuck, the green chuck, the green pants, oh, yeah, yeah. the green yeah, trousers yeah, with, with the, the green, tan shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have those. But you well. also have a green jacket too, right? See, you guys got all these freaking. Yeah, we have like the green Yeah, those are, that's your service uniform. You have service, which is your, your, your green trousers and your tan shirt with, yeah, basically the pickle suit, as Frank says it in the chat. Okay. And then you have your ribbons and medals or ribbon stuff on. And then you have your dress uniform, which is your dress blues. Then you have your day-to-day work, which is your cami. So we have three sets. Your what the trousers and the shirt tend to be like your duty, like you're on duty at the barracks, at the battalion, things like that. See, Air Force was <laughs> and Frank may, or, uh, not Frank Jerome. Maybe you'll you'll uh, remember this. So we had the jacket and that was your service dress. Take it off, and now you're in your blues. That's it. That was our, our like button up, you know, shirt and pants and shiny dress shoe type of thing. And then, and then that's it. Then we had our BDUs or whatever the hell they called. Yeah. Marines aren't that smart. You know that. Yeah. We had two, basically two uniforms and we had this stupid, uh, you look like a waiter. We had a, um, a bell dress, top shoes. 
It was called, yeah, well, it was called a mess dress. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was like it was. Uh, yeah, I got married in it, so I, I know yeah. all about. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. So did I. Yeah, with the yeah, apple. Yeah. Extra and money the... for those those uh, those That's uniforms because right. the all of all the uh, augmentation to it, uh, all the silver, it was actual silver. So. Well, what was what was weird about those uniforms is that they were they were cinched up like a, a matador, right? So they weren't yes. long jackets. They were these oh, stupid no. little like loop. Uh, see if you can Google one of those while I, <laughs> I talk to Jerome yeah. here. They were freaking terrible. Do you want us weird? You just brought this up too. Um, what they how, uh, just do uh, Air Force mess dress. Mess uniform. Yeah, mess uniform. So um, you brought up something that that always messes with my mind when I'm laying down at night trying to sleep. And the big one is when I was a kid, and I'll say, you know, in my teens, uh, the old school soldiers were the the um, uh, Vietnam era guys, right? Because they had been out for a while, but it was only about 25 years, 30 years from from when I was uh, that age. How does it feel now? The Gulf War. You guys are like the Vietnam veterans now. You're you're like the stepping stone into the gray hairs. Yeah, guys, isn't that crazy though? Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. It definitely is crazy to say that I've been out for, you know, well over 30 years. But uh, yeah, yeah, we we grow better, though. We, we are we've learned how to how to connect a little bit better, uh, make things happen for people. Um, and yes, we are. Uh, we literally my uh, my service term was uh, the term that is well, my wife is bringing over photos of, of me. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was bringing over photos of me in the, in the mess uniform. Oh, perfect. Actually, yeah. <laughs> we'll pull that, but look, uh, Jeremy has the mess uniform up right now. Oh, yeah. That, that's it exactly. Yeah, can you, can and, you zoom uh, in? My wife is, is bringing over one. I don't know if you guys can see this. Here, one. yeah. Let's see. Let's see if we can see. My wedding photo. Oh, it's hard, uh, to, it's, it's hard to see, but man. It's like you look like a who designed it? Seriously. Who is the asshole that's like, <laughs> yeah, this looks good? <laughs> Hey, I, I, you know, uh, when I wore it, I really felt a lot. Uh, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it really wasn't. It, it uh, pretty much you felt you felt top of the world, I guess, because because yeah, know, yeah, because you're wearing a uniform, and that's how I felt right around uh, September 11th when you know I would go out wearing my uniform because you know you're a young man, and you know it's douchey now to look yeah. back on it, but you're still proud, and you're walking around, you're like, yeah, man, I look freaking good. Yeah, um, hey, you know, I didn't have all that extra in the middle to fit, you know, cummerbund <laughs> would, would flip over by itself like it does now. <laughs> I forgot about the cummerbund. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, really definitely. Well, you know, I used to wear other tuxedos for other my one of my other jobs. But uh, let's, yeah, let, let's uh, let's get a little deep. Uh, what memory from childhood was most influential in your life to get where you are today? So uh, I have a really unique story to tell. I mean, um, my family, uh, my great aunt is who I lived with, right? And she basically uh, uh, housed four military veterans who were um, shell-shocked and okay. lived in the house with us, right? Uh, not not a family, uh, huh. but I grew up with these people. They, they had different versions of how they can interact with individuals. One only laughed and rocked. Another one, uh, you know, helped me learn how to box, you know, um, by watching old uh, reels, of, of literally reels. It was <laughs> literally movie reels of, of boxing situations. Another one taught me how to drum, you know, um, and one died in the house. So let's wow. just put it to you that way. It's pretty, pretty but, deep. But, what, um, wars, what wars were they from? Old, I'm sorry? What wars were they from? I think uh, two of them were from World War II. And the other one, other two were from uh, uh, Korea. Oh, so that's fascinating. I, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you start talking about that time frame. My my great aunt was was a a, a lot of things, um, but one of the things was that she was very smart about money, and being African American, she uh, uh, well let's let's just say she had she took ownership of of our lives. And one of the things was working with these veterans, which meant working with the Red Cross, which meant giving back to the community. But it's part of the thing that she would have to do because they were all black servicemen. You know, those those people didn't have some place to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, here in New York, on Long Island, there were uh, two major uh, establishments for for mental health, uh, Pogrom State, well, actually three, Pogrom State and um, Kings. Kings Park or Kings Point, King, Kings Park, and then Islip, actually, where I live at basically now. It's uh, it's been renovated and and gutted out, and there's a, a community that lives here now. And oh, actually, cool. a community that lives south of us, and it was a college that's being demoed and put something else there. But uh, these are all things that that are happening in my area. But those they weren't allowed to stay there, so they stayed at at homes and things. And the government would come check out and my Aunt would do what you need to do to make sure they were happy and, and living well. Sure. Um, and I always, I think I forgot to even bring this up. So we, we talked about uh, your, your website and everything, but just so everyone knows, uh, uh, Jerome owns BFAM cooking, B-F-A-M cooking.com. So make sure you check that out. Uh, and now we're obviously going to talk about that. When did, when did cooking and, and stuff, when did that become part of your life? So cooking's always been part of my life. In the military, we, we generally have uh, an opportunity to get together, you know, Air Force, we, we had time to do those things. <laughs> in the middle of war, the shop would get together and we'd, we'd uh, connect with each other by having barbecues, cooking out at each other's house. And one of, that's how food uh, became a big thing for me because we'd take care of people who didn't, couldn't make it home for vacations and we'd do like Friendsgiving. I brought the Friendsgiving idea even to NBC where I used to work at. You worked over at NBC? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, now, now wait, the studio or nuclear, biological, and chemical? <laughs> uh, NBC, uh, Comcast, NBC Universal. That, that's pretty oh. <laughs> rock. Actually, one of my, one, one of the, the offices that I worked at is actually the floor that they had the TV show for, for 30 Rock. Oh, really? That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, so is that where you kind of got inspired to branch out into the, the world of filming yourself and, and kind of doing these things? Or where did that idea come from? Uh, well, okay, so we're guys, right? We're, we're having fun. Sure. I met this guy uh, by accident, obviously, at Costco. Uh, uh, I'm walking in Costco. We're, we're together. Um, and I keep crossing this this couple that sort of looks like my wife and I. And I'm, I'm noticing on his cart, he's got one of those push wagons that have like 12 bottles of barbecue sauce. You know, Costco-level barbecue sauce, about that big. And yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, what in the world is anybody doing with 12 containers of barbecue sauce? I'm saying, okay, I won't ask. I don't know this guy. <laughs> but we keep crossing in aisles. You know how you do. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep crossing. And when, I, when we got to the almost the last, second to last one, I was like, look, I'm sorry. i got to ask you, what are you doing with this barbecue sauce? You need to do one or two things. One, enjoy yourself. I understand <laughs> This is something different that I've never heard of, but everybody's got their thing. Or two, you're having a party and you have not invited me. You must have missed a, a major uh, opportunity here because I, I like to cook. I love I love eating too. So he said, oh, we have this thing called Meat Fest. 
and he invited us over. And I was went home to my wife after doing the, the shopping, get, getting all the food and stuff like that. I was like, look, I just met this couple. We're going to their place in an hour. Boom. <laughs> and, and we were we've been friends ever since. He's actually bought uh, into the 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 uh, complex that we live in uh, just around the corner. And, you know, we've, we've been friends, but the big thing was we were bragging a lot, you know? So I was like, so this is what I'm making for you. You coming over my house. I kept showing the pictures, boom, photo of this, boom, photo of that, boom, photo of this. And then I was like, you know, hey, this is pretty cool. And uh, you know, this is great. And I said, oh, you know, stars born. I'm sending him videos like cooking bacon and things like that. And so he walks in and my wife says, you guys are like brothers from another mother. And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> and, and I'm like, we should, I should just put it together as a thing. I had a YouTube channel from doing a happy video at work. We had a, we had done, I was like another idea. We had done the Harlem Shake at work and then the main company uh, had yelled at us. And so we, we totally ignored them again. And then we did that the happy video, <laughs> you know, and then they copied us and you know that got 14,000 views uh, 14,000 yeah 14,000 views it, was, it really went viral it was pretty funny yeah. you know so um that's why well, we should probably spool up a channel you know two of us we can we can do this you know he brought over a cake and we started competing you know doing like uh today's episode will be on eggs and i got this recipe and he's got another recipe that's how we got into it it's so learning how to cook. Um, I mean, we could, we could go on for hours about this, but it's, it, there's something, well, first off, people put themselves in two categories, right? There's the people that say, I can't cook anything. I'll just burn it. I hate it. And then there's people that always want to try to impress you with what they can cook. It's like a, I don't know, would you call it an art form? I definitely call it an art form. It's, it is relaxing for me. Right. Um, I even to level up my cooking. I mean, in the military, we used to make uh, frozen pizza, right? Mm -hmm. we, I like food. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I didn't like the frozen pizza, but we used to eat it. Now that I could afford it, I, we found some other ways of, of doing some other some other things, like you know, uh, eggs on eggs on eggs, where you do like a, an egg, and then you have like an egg foam, and then you put like caviar on top of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, those that's how you, you get to that that next level because you are trying to impress people. Jeremy, you can you things that are different. Can you bring up, you'll see uh, right at the above, it's, I have Let's Bring On Our Guest, and I have three links, and one of them is Jerome Amos' favorite chef. Can you pull up that link? Um, he's got a lot of pictures of uh, what he cooks. Uh, one? Uh, yeah, the bottom one. And um, just just bring some of those up, because, I mean, this, so, you know, it, I, I'm an amateur chef, but, I mean, I was looking at your Instagram feed and stuff, and these are some delicate, these are some things that, that take some skill. Is this stuff you've just trial and error did you get any formal training or, or anything like that? um well we my wife and i used to go to classes to different uh, culinary institutions but yeah i just i try and make stuff that that i like so what you're looking at there obviously is a, a seasoned bacon you know it has a, a a bourbon on it and then we have um the we got you have hollandaise sauce there but i took a video class on it on youtube anybody can learn how to do these things yeah you know and you just make them and just just have something great on your plate because yeah, you know what's really funny, that probably would cost you like like thirty dollars in in a restaurant, and it cost me maybe two dollars to make. <laughs> you know, wow. fifty pound cake. Looking at there, what 
what's the difference between a chef and a cook? Oh, look at that. Is that, um, what do you call it there? Beef Wellington. Uh, Beef Wellington. Beef Wellington. That's, That's right. the hardest thing to cook. They say, uh, what's his name there? My favorite guy. Gordon um, Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. He's like. Everybody compares themselves to Gordon Ramsay when you talk about uh, Beef Wellington. Yeah, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do something that, that's different with uh, Beef Wellington. That particular Beef Wellington was sous vide, the meat itself. Was oh. And then done. And this is stuff that, that my wife bought me. I, she bought me a sous vide machine, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago. And I, I'm, my actual profession was, was uh, software development. That's what I, I do. And you start talking with people about, about technical cooking. And it's really, really easy. If you like your meat or any protein, perfect. All the time, you go to a restaurant, and and you 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 visit a restaurant, and you say, "I like my meat, my my steak, medium rare," and they bring it to you incorrect. You get very frustrated because you know there's this, this device and a way of cooking that allows it to be temperature perfect every time. I um I saw Joe Rogan. He he did a post on Instagram, and he had a backstrap from an elk, and it looked so good. And it, he wrote under there, "I did this with my sous vide machine." And so this is about four years ago. So of course I look it up. I'm like, what is sous vide? What is this? Uh, I immediately within five minutes bought a machine, bought like a, a bath or whatever the, the, the acrylic tub is. And uh, yeah, dude, I, I love, if you guys know what sous vide is, you can't. So here's the problem with it. You know, you can still do reverse sear. Or you can do yes. something like on the grill and all that, but nothing Nothing beats a sous vide piece of steak if you do it right. Holy shit, is it unbelievable. Yeah, the, the nice thing about sous vide under pressure is, is that it's perfect, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So you can, if, you are, if you want to ruin your meat and overcook it to, to the maximum, please go right ahead. But to me, I'd rather get a perfect piece of meat and perfect. prepare it perfectly every time. And every single time. Every single Every time, single it's time. so good. Nope. It's and and for people who don't know what it is. So basically, you um you put your meat into a vacuum seal. And this is what freaks people out. Like my dad wouldn't eat it for the longest time. You it's, put the meat into a vacuum bag, you seal it, uh, and then you put it in a tub of water. So the water's not actually touching the meat. Um, and then you set this this cooking thing. There's like a little mine has a little wheel at the top. You set it to whatever temperature you want. So I go, I go personally, I like 135. So I set it to 135, two hours, you, you, you walk away. Some people say hour and a half. Some people say up to three hours, whatever. It's not, it's precise in temperature, not precise in time. Then you get the steak out. You slice open out of the bag, smells freaking delicious. Looks like shit. Looks horrible. <laughs> it looks like a great piece. Then you pat it dry. You let it rest. And I have a flamethrower and I'll just, <sighs> Just flamethrow the meat, put a nice, nice crisp uh, uh, crust, on crust on it, and then it's it's pure heaven. If you, oh my god, I did um I sous vide a small small piece of Wagyu A five that I got for my birthday, and holy, I didn't invite me over. It's the first time I ever ate something where I have no idea how to describe it. It's perfection. It's it's butter but that's even too simple to say it's butter i don't know have you ever cooked uh, uh wagyu oh definitely definitely I, I cook a lot of because you can afford to do it you know the, the thing is is that if you go to a restaurant you're, oh, yeah. that's a 250 dollars meal you're talking yeah. about yeah right yeah. um if you cook it at home it's it's not 250 dollars and you're back to uh, what i consider reasonable somewhere around the, the 150 mark yeah. right um but you're going to get 150 mark worth of meat now oh, I can go. I can go get a double 
cut, you know, double chop from the butcher down downtown. And uh, I can make that perfectly. This Easter coming up, I already have cooked the, uh, we're having um, pork roast uh, with the uh, French, with the bone on. That's already in the refrigerator now, just waiting to, to get roasted. You know, it'll be brought back up to temperature and I'll, and I'll it makes it manageable for you to do everything that you want to do. Like I'm, we're having uh, mashed potatoes with truffle butter. You know, we're having, oh. uh, we're, I'm going to shred the, Brussels sprouts, I'll throw some bacon in there. As an app, we're going to do uh, 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 deviled eggs uh, with bacon on top, right? And I'm do, and I'm also going to make the dessert in sous vide. It's going to be uh, a lemon custard, uh, so a lemon tart with a raspberry on top or inside. Um, so that this is this is how you can live your life. It's very simple. The nice thing about the water is that it it allows for that perfect temperature consistent all the way through. You don't see that banning that's inside of the meat products. And that's pretty much for any protein you possibly can think of. I, I belong to the uh, International Sous Vide Association. Oh, really? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I teach. I just taught this last weekend. The, when you showed the site, uh, you're seeing the video from the, the class that I taught uh, for sous vide a cauliflower steak. You know, it's, nice. it's an opportunity. Cauliflower steak, smoke. How did I call it? I call it smokeless smoked uh, cauliflower steak over sweet carrot puree. Now, that sounds like a lot of uh, fluff, and it's intentional, of course, uh, but basically it's cauliflower cut in a nice thick chunk that you cook perfectly, not too mushy, not too firm. Then you put a little uh, a crust on it by making breadcrumbs, panko breadcrumbs with a little bit of smoked salt. And you combine that with a sweet carrot puree, which has also been to be that's that's uh, carrots with a little bit of butter whipped in the blender. Put it on a plate. You got color, you got texture, and it's almost vegan. Wow! Hey, listen, you just uh, you just made a best friend. Now that I have your cell phone number, I'm going to be texting you all the time. You're like, hey, I'm sous vide. I'm going to take good. pictures and send it to you. Good, I, good. I love that. <laughs> It's, I, I, I always try to, I always try to get people to try sous vide cause it's, it's the best. It's the best. You can't, it's just, have you seen the YouTube channel sous vide everything? Oh, definitely. They, they, I wouldn't, I don't know them personally, but I consider them one of my friends. You know, I, yeah. I got, when I got in touch with sous vide, I was looking at, I was doing it in a pot over stove, pulling it off, putting it on, pulling it off. Yeah. Now they're just so affordable. Yeah. You know, um, I think you can get one. In fact, I know you can get one 75 bucks is the lower version of the Anovo, right? Uh, I got that one for Ellis. I uh, gave him as a, a uh, as a housewarming gift. You know, yeah. it's, it's just an opportunity that you can't miss. And I've seen them where guys, especially guys love this because if you have a truck and you have, there's a truck that has like a, a, a tool kit in the back, like a space where the, your toolbox would go. I saw one where they converted it for tailgating into oh. a gigantic, sous vide machine they put i could four, see that four sous vide machines in there and they put a whole pig in there and now you have pig roast that's at perfect temperature that's and i've done full pork with it it's really 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 special it's still well, juicy it's tender you know um if if i could have if i knew we were going to actually be shooting in the kitchen i would have you know had something out for you but this is you, we'll do it again don't worry. I, I always tell people once you're on the show, now you're now you're in, and we'll oh, do it. that'd be great. I, I'm glad you said that because I, I don't forget I have your number too because I'm gonna hit you up showing you stuff. So send me a little text. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, let's move on with some of these questions. Okay, uh, what is the most fun you ever had as a cook? 
As a cook, most fun yeah. I ever had. Or a chef. I'll call you a chef as a chef. Well, uh, well, the most fun I've ever had is impressing, being in cooking competitions in the complex. We we pulled together uh, a different events, at least prior COVID. Right? Uh, we used to do cooking competitions in the house. My wife won one for Italian uh, wedding soup. I won one for fried chicken, of which I don't normally make. Right? But of course, I sous vide it, and then I bread it. it. <laughs> and nice. That just gives it away. Yeah. Uh, we were going to do one for, for lasagna. It's What's really nice about it is an opportunity to bring people together. So that's the whole thing about, about cooking. You know, it's, it's, it's an opportunity for you to get people in the same room to talk about the tough topics or even the fun topics and just share. So yeah. um, one of the things that used to, to be great about it when I worked for another company, uh, Avado Systems, I, they were a German company and they you know, didn't know about American Thanksgiving when we were doing, so I brought up the, the Friendsgiving idea and we had basically half the company come to my house, you know, and I'm, I'm doing a full spread. Now, mind you, when Thanksgiving is serious business to me, so every <laughs> year I'm trying to, you know, impress people about what you can do. So sous vide a uh, uh, completely deboned turkey and made it into a roll. Yeah. Stuffing. stuffing. You know, and then and then you crisp that off. So now you got crispy skin. The sous vide everything guys did that. Did you see that episode? No, actually, I didn't. I must have missed theirs. It almost looked like a pumpkin. The way they tied it up, it almost looked like a pumpkin. And they had stuffed it with. Oh man, they deboned it. He showed how to do it. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. Really, I made mine more like a gigantic sausage. It was it was very tight and very sausage like it just looked huge so because we had so many people i wanted it in, in a consistent form where you can slice it yeah and just you know and it, it serves out easy and then did you, you make, take the skin and, and uh crisp that up like a chicharron did you uh debone it yourself did you have the, the also just to, just to challenge myself that's the, yeah. the fun part you know we uh actually during the the, the video you're going to probably look at if you look at it is the series says i like to challenge myself so yeah I had to debone it, definitely. And I had to debone two turkeys on top of it because that's how many people we were having. What are three ingredients you can't live without? Can't live without. Can't live without them. Truff, uh, main ingredients or, or, I mean, I like steak and I like- uh, Oh, I right. Like I guess uh, I guess we're talking like salt, pepper. Oh, yeah. You must have in the kitchen, you gotta have that. Um, pepper, you got basic, uh, you know, whole peppercorns. You got to have not not the ones that are already pre-ground, but the whole ones. because you got to toast that off for seasoning. That's that's a minimum, right? And olive oil, good olive oil. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big olive oil fan. Yeah, those um, are just condiments. I used to do. Um, you guys are gonna think I'm insane, but I used to. I still do. I like. I'll I'll do what's called um, uh, ketogenic cycling. Uh, just for my brain. And, uh, if I'm hungry, I'll actually do a shot of, of olive oil. I am that psychotic. And it, what's funny about a good olive oil is actually burn. It'll taste like, I mean, it tastes like olives, but it burns your throat going down. Um, never said I wasn't weird. So is there any food that you won't eat? Uh, yeah, I don't like rice pudding. <laughs> I really don't. And that's a scar from, from childhood. You know, <laughs> is that uh, funny yeah yeah it's uh it, yeah and now that every time i think about it it, it gives me makes me a little queasy i was but, uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I love rice. I love pudding. I just can't have them together. The texture looks so look, funny. So, so, so weird to me. And my wife laughs at me all the time about it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the thing. Uh, when I was a kid, we were uh, camping and I decided to eat an entire bag of marshmallows. And uh, I got really sick. Uh, the next morning, I was throwing up marshmallows. And the only, now keep in mind, I was like seven or eight years old. To this day, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 39. I'm just joking. (laughs) 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 But, uh, no, no, no. To this day, I smell, if you burn a marshmallow around me, I'm like, (laughs) I I have, I have issues. Isn't it amazing how that happens? That's what that is. That's evolution teaching you to stay away from stuff. Zucchini. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think you haven't had homemade marshmallows. So that's the other thing. I I like to take things that, that you may remember from your childhood. And one of the dinners I, I made a dessert that was a, a s'mores deconstructed. So it was oh, cool. uh, homemade marshmallows on a stick with graham crackers crust on the side of the marshmallows and packed it. And then a, uh, a chocolate creme brulee. So with uh, gold dust. Because, like I said, I'm trying to impress people. Yeah, you don't, you don't mess around. Uh, the office of the president calls you and says, I need you to serve a steak, a steak, a state dinner. What do you make? Wow. I don't think I'd make anything different than I would make my friends, but I also make, you know, um, tomato water soup, um, that, you know, with a shrimp, uh, you know, sous vide shrimp, a little dollop of uh, uh, bacon inside of uh, sour cream. You know, that's the stuff I make for my friends. Uh, you know, it's simple. It's reasonable. It takes a little bit of extra time. It's impressive because you never saw a red tomato soup. Right. Well, have you seen one that's clear? No, not at all. That's insane. Uh, how? What? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. Tomato water soup. You can look it up. You can you make tomatoes into clear. And tomato you can water make soup. Tomato water soup. Yes. Yes. It's basically, uh, think of a, a uh, tomato drink that isn't, um, that isn't red. You can okay. literally filter out the red and it leaves the essence and the flavor of the tomato soup. Uh, but it's clear and it's pretty freaky. That's, that's fun. My wife is a big soup lover. She loves soup. I can't stand soup. And, and I like to, I like to, so when I joke about stuff, I like to, I don't know, go over the edge. And I'm always like, to me, soup is, I want dinner, but I also want a glass of water. Um, well, think, think of it this way. In this particular context, it was part of the courses of which you're getting to. So that was ah, there you go. meal. So oh, sure. Six course meal, uh, tomato water soup, and that's not the way mine turned out um, <laughs> on, on, a, on a thing. But basically, it, it has a little bit of spice in it. Um, it has all the flavors. You can taste the celery. You can taste the, the tomato. right? Um, and then you have this, this little, this little um, sweetness to it from the shrimp, and then the sour cream hits you with a little bit sour. I like color. I like uh, to change things that people are like, wow, that's, that's impressive. You know, sure. just, just to look at, and I'll, I, I'm not afraid to go buy special dishes for it either. <laughs> that's <laughs> look right because you know, that's I'm funny coming to my place. Yeah, well, I saw. Um, gosh, we were just watching it, but I, oh, oh, uh, Tony Sarcucci. No, I can't think of his name. He's an actor. He has a thing on CNN where he goes around uh, Italy and he 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 goes to different uh, restaurants. Oh, you, you must know his name. 
right? And he is uh, a very <laughs> close, I wouldn't say friend of mine, but my wife, my wife and I are, are in, uh, well, we're watching the show very, very closely. Uh, okay. Very much uh, liking it. And it's, uh, and I'm blanking on the show name, on the actor's name, but he's in Big, the Big, uh, the Big Night, Big Night. Uh, yeah, he's got the bald head, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, hate, I have this COVID memory brain that has been driving me crazy since I had COVID. <laughs> That's it's right. Like hey. Little things I can't remember that I need to know. But hold on, I'm gonna throw it to my wife, Cindy. Uh, the food actor, Italy. Family Tucci. Tucci, that's it. Tucci, yes. Yeah. And I don't know why I can't remember. We were just talking about it today. What was so cool is they were showing one of the Michelin chefs, and he's got like medical forceps and he's taking like mushrooms and sticking it in and he's making it a visual thing. So when it comes to your table, it's like a little miniature art piece and then you oh, eat it with flowers it, and it's crazy. There's rules to it too, that, that, you know, you can't have anything one uh, closer than one inch to the border. There's a lot, a lot of little, I, I take it. I think of it like when I was a photographer in my, in my uh, few younger years, you know, um, yeah. there are rules to get uh, if you if you ever uh, uh, compete for photography, there are rules to get you the best score. And, uh, you know, a lot of them deal with with uh, simple stuff like rule of thirds, uh, you know, that you have to worry about. This is all about composition when you're making a plate that that uh, that's trying to appeal to you. You're drawing geometric shapes. That's yeah. just like for my art days. You know that that you'll be like, wow, I really like this, and I don't know why I like it. It's because of the geometric shapes. So humans are, are are mathematical animals, and they look at that and see the the form of it and say, wow, that's impressive. And then they taste it. Yeah, you know that's the part that wins them over. Well, a good meal is all the senses, right? Sight, sound, smell, texture. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it truly is all the senses. Um, and that's I guess uh, earlier I said, is it an art form? And I think that's what that's um, I guess that answers that question right there. Oh, one hundred percent. We have we have uh, downstairs. I have a whole kit that's a monitor's kit that um it comes it comes with scents on it, just scents. You have spoons and you have uh, knives, uh, spoons and forks that you would do a perfect bite on, and you can <laughs> accent it any way you want with this uh, these fragrances that are inside the kit. That's so, so crazy. There's um there's a TV show. Uh, check it out. It's called The Servant. It's wild. It's uh, M Night Shyamalan. Uh, I still can't figure it out. There's two seasons. I think you can watch it on Apple Apple Plus or whatever the hell that's called. Apple TV. But um the main character is a is a chef. And like so during the during the movie or during the TV show the series, you'll see him experimenting with these weird things. And it might be like a uh, a, a mist that comes off and that's what you're supposed to first like inhale with your mouth. And then you, t it, it's, it's a, you can go down some really deep rabbit holes when it comes to. Well, uh, well I'm, I'm in those deep rabbit holes. I have a smoke gun. Yes. That have just, <laughs> nice. uh, yeah, you, you, um, you can make dinner, uh, and an event. Yeah. And that's what I think you really should as a person who's, who's been in a hospital three, four times now, in my lifespan, uh, since I left the military, uh, you really should should make it that way because we're only here a short amount of time. Oh, you know? absolutely. And, and what pleasure do you get from life besides help, helping your family to enjoy life? And one way is to serve them dinner the right way every time.
Absolutely. Um, there was a, I, I just thought of something, but then I, I lost it. The, um, the t- oh yeah, 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 taste and smell. Did your did you ever get it back? Yeah, I had mine. I lost my my taste and I lost my smell. My wife sporadically, uh, you know, loses hers. But one night, one day, I came downstairs with with uh, not being able to smell the coffee that was just brewed. That was scary. Yeah, you know, as a person who who likes to cook, um, and but I know of uh, the one of one of the world's top. Uh, uh, chefs out there, he had tongue cancer. You know, yeah. um, Mr. Grant, I think his name is, um, and uh, Grant Ackes, that's who it is. He had lost, and he had some type of surgery on it, and he still doesn't have it back, but he's still able to perform. Michelin three star chef. Oh, God. That's you know? like, so yeah. Yeah. That's like, well, you know what? I always have this saying that it's like, um, uh, it, it, it can always be worse, right? It, it can always be worse, right? It, even, I don't know. You just have to look at it and say, well, all right, things suck right now, but they could definitely be worth uh, worse. So um, uh, I just looked at, it's after nine already. Let's start. Uh, what's your, your YouTube channel and how can people find all your wonderful stuff? Well, thank you for this. And thank you for the opportunity to talk with you guys. Um, oh man, I, I could make this, I could make this a four hour episode. I should you not, but <laughs> my YouTube channel is, um, it's uh, YouTube slash C slash B fan cooking. Right. Or you can go to bfancooking.com and that, that's where you can find me. I'm in the process of revamping that whole site um, because that's what I do. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can check me out on Instagram uh, as Cooking or Twitter, you know, your, your choice. But I'd love to see you guys out there someday, sometime and, and viewing it. I'm doing, oh, I have this thing with Four Block that I'm doing uh, where they've challenged me to take an MRE. <laughs> That's right. I said an MRE of a random selection, which came in from Amazon and turned it into something delicious. Dude, that's awesome. I got it. That could go viral. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm hoping so. But uh, um, I have four MREs in. They just came in this week. I got to take a look at what they actually are and see if I can, you know, do a little bit of chop style. But I, I, I want to bring in some people. Anybody else who wants to try and do this challenge would be fun. But I have one other thing to tell you, though. I'm yeah. involved with a media group, right? It's a collective that I helped start right, uh, when I was at NBC with CBS, ABC, uh, Disney, WB, uh, Sony. Um, and the two outside organizations are Vets to Sets and um, VME, which is Veterans of Media Entertainment. Yeah, I know them. We are putting together um, a series of events that have been happening. We uh, wrapped up the last one last week, which was a thing called Vet Working, right? It, all virtual. We do a, uh, a, this last one was on, on meeting a casting director, for those of you who want to get into media, or, um, and then there's a networking aspect of it. And then we play a game at the end called Trivia. We do an online trivia game. So, um, the next thing that's coming up, we're doing writing letters to the people who are serving right now. And uh, we've deemed it. I'm trying to remember the actual name. Uh, just be on the lookout for it on, on LinkedIn. It's definitely something that, that's going to be happening. But uh, basically, we're calling it Valor 25. We've done three three situations right now, three events. And awesome. we're going to keep doing more. Awesome. Well, I really, really appreciate your time. Um, 
I mean, I, I now that I know you're such a, a, a sous vide enthusiast, <laughs> like I said, I'm not joking. Uh, I, I tell people anytime you come on a show, suddenly uh, I'm like a stray dog. Suddenly I think you're my best friend and I will seriously be like, hey, check out my shrimp that I made. Check out my. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I will definitely be in touch with you and we'll have you on again because um, just a, it, it's. Cooking is one of those things, especially when you really uh, get someone who's a master at what they're doing. You could just, t- I mean, you could talk for hours and unfortunately we only have so many hours in the day, but um, so yeah, uh, for the listeners head over to uh, BFAM cooking and that is uh, BFAM, B-F-A-M, brother from another mother cooking.com. And then you can obviously find all, all the drone stuff uh, on Instagram. I think I found you on Instagram, um, you know. Uh, Facebook, there's a Facebook group and all that. So yes. thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for, for spending your time with us. If folks like you didn't share your stories, we wouldn't have a show. So I really do appreciate it. Well, I, I really thank you for having me on. I can't wait to see this uh, out in the, the stratosphere of the internet. Right? Absolutely. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'll shoot you a link. Appreciate okay. it. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks, brother. Take care. I could, t- I could talk cooking all day. Food for hours? Yes. I, I, yeah. It's just because it, it's one of those things. It's like everybody has to eat. You don't have to drink. You don't have to, I was going to say you don't have to exercise because we don't have many fitness people on. I, I'm, I'm going to have, is it Matt Caples? Uh, yeah. Fiance of um, Steph. Silky Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cindy's daughter. Yeah. I know he's really into um, uh, fitness and all that. So I want to get him on to talk about anyways. And it's just fun. It cooking is freaking fun. Coffee, cooking, booze. Um, there's other things, but I'm not going to bring a sex expert, me at booze. <laughs> but, um, yeah, good show. Awesome. Awesome guest. Uh, let me think there's a couple of things I wanted to share before we left. Oh, um, that uh, Matthew, not Matt James Reeves, is now obsessed with homemade marshmallows. Yes, not real. I see. That's like saying homemade Oreos or homemade Coca Cola. It's like, what? Can you homemade you homemade sure, that? Uh, you clearly you can. I know the way he was describing. And now it. you have some guys who are trying to get rid of their dad bods. I don't know why. Now wants homemade marshmallows. There, there was a study. Um, listen up. Listen closely, because I know a lot of you are ever warriors, and I've seen most of you. 85% naked <laughs> with the, you know, the silkies and willingly, willingly. Uh, women prefer dad bots lately. Yes, they that's, do. that is a fact. They asked I, all these women and it was like 97% preferred dad bods over some dude. Cause they don't want to lay on a rock. That could be it. I didn't think of it like that. Could you imagine just like rom roided out now lay <laughs> on my body? Hold on. Let me think about laying on a roided out man's body. Yeah, it's it's not doing anything. I would rather lay in a, a, a chubby man's, man's body. body. All right, hold on. That's, that's, <laughs> let me, uh... Awesome, guys. Uh, thanks for checking out the show. I'm trying to think what I want to end on. I, I downloaded a bunch of really fun stuff. You're not my dad. Yes, I am your dad. It'll be a... What? The tank one. Oh, the tank. Yeah, yeah. we could do the tank guy. Do that one. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Um, thanks for joining us. Head over to reverentwarriors.com. Sign up for a hike. We got so many hikes going on. It's crazy. We got so many hikes. I don't even know where to begin. Um, head over to 21 Gun. Spell it out. 21gun.net. Uh, call, text, write, smoke signals, throw rocks at your friend's window until he comes to the window. Pe- pebbles. Pebbles. Play, pebbles. Play your boombox in your eyes. Careless whisper. Set the place on fire. Yeah.